How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? It's going awesome. I am okay. sated by hot chili. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. How hot I, is it? I mean, it's like hot enough uh, temperature-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as spice, I didn't go too crazy because uh, it's going to have to come out of me at some point. <laughs> and we just don't play those games as much as we used to, I feel. Just so not crazy for you. Is that just like only a handful of scorpion peppers? Or <laughs> I think I just did like some dry seasoning. No jalapeno, no habanero, no, mm-hmm. no ghost, no scorpion. I think I did like a little bit like a tapatio, just mm-hmm. for shits and gigs. Mostly the gigs, <laughs> presumably. <laughs> we we need more gigs. <laughs> now that sounds surprisingly edible. Yeah, I, I think you guys could appreciate the chili as well. Yeah. It's not like the best thing in the world. It's just it's ingredients, but it, it hit a good spot. Yeah. So Better, I'm in a good spot. Better chili. Father Dave's. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good though. I mean Chili's pretty legit. It's been a while since I had chili, and uh, it's 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 up there for one of my favorite like comfort dinner foods. I think it is amazing because you can like take so many variations on how you want to prepare it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, have you heard of Cincinnati chili? It sounds familiar, but I'm not sure what it is. Uh, it's a chili style, I assume, from Cincinnati. But <laughs> the key thing is, it's more. How do I describe it? They put chocolate powder in it. Hmm. Your cocoa powder. Yeah. Or sometimes like shredded chocolate, but it adds like a, a sweetness to it. Whereas if you think of like a standard hormel chili, you're like, oh, beef and beans type thing. Cool. Yeah. Or yeah, like yeah. Southwest is like a certain pro- profile. Cincinnati chili is more. It's definitely sweet. I'm trying to remember other right. aspects right. of it. It's been a couple of years. Yeah, I don't know if I'm like a chili connoisseur quite yet, but um, periodically the um, uh, the significant other will like throw stuff in a crock pot and like let it go for a day or so, and that's really good chili. Goes on vacation. Oh fuck the chili! Like flies home. <laughs> that's the nice thing about crock pots is for a lot of for a lot of things. You're like, oh, I forgot about. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's just gonna keep you know stewing forever. Um, but a game that probably could have stewed for a little bit longer is uh, Cyberpunk 2077. I like that transition. Mm-hmm. My my one joke I want to insert it here is, hey, everyone, remember when people were really upset that The Last of Us 2 wasn't what they expected? Remember <laughs> that? Okay, let's move on to a much bigger catastrophe. <laughs> yeah. This one, this this episode was like 100% guaranteed to happen, and I was like kicking around, like, "Oh, do we invite other people?" We had a large group of people who could have come in for this, but uh, I don't know. There's been a lot of discussion out there, and I have a lot to say. <laughs> and sorry, guys, this one's this one's us. <laughs> As we literally just take from the separate Discord chat and just be like. Also, this was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, so, I deleted the channel. The disc, the uh, Cyberpunk channel. Oh, did you? Yeah, it's gone. It's not even like historically archived, just <laughs> no more. It, 
I, I briefly considered the viability of archiving a Discord text channel, and I decided that was actually insane and just deleted it. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't many messages in it anymore. I think we're on the the tail end of you know a lot of reviews, criticisms, everything like that that's come out about Cyberpunk. And so anyone who was actively following that scene probably already has an idea of what the situation was. Um, but we're going to pretend you don't. All right. So the year is 2077. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no. Let's let's talk early days. I mean, obviously, yeah. this has been upcoming for quite some time. Was announced many years back. It's been like eight years. I think it's eight years. Were you hyped eight years ago? When did you jump on board the train, so to speak? I mean, pretty much off the initial trailer, um, which. Uh, just showed uh, a woman it was like a slow motion kind of like a camera moving through a, a frozen frame or very slow moving frame um, and she was just like tearing into a bunch of people in the street with mantis blades um, and she gets captured by like the police and then like the last frame shows her in the police car like with all the police equipment and stuff like that with the idea like oh she's being reprogrammed or something like that she's now going to be an enforcer for the police. I was like, this is a cool short story. You know, a lot of things we can go, a lot of places we can go with this. So I was, I was on from the get go. Um, I love that trailer. I think uh, I did see it a long, long time ago. And I thought mm-hmm. it was cool. And then it quickly faded out of uh, conscious memory because there wasn't any news about it until, what was it? A year and a half, like two years last, ago? Yeah. Last year, maybe two years back, we, Finally got some information that we were approaching a release date. Um, and then we approached many a release dates. <laughs> um, How many yeah. times did you have to move your vacation to try and align? So I kind of lucked out because I didn't like dedicate a crazy amount of vacation the first time. Um, but I think altogether I was planning on taking vacation for three of the release dates. Um, so it was April of this year was the first one. Um, but that was mostly over a weekend, so I wasn't going to take a lot. And then it was no, and then it was September. But I hadn't taken vacation for that time yet before it got rescheduled to November. <laughs> then I took vacation for that. Then it got rescheduled to December, and I took vacation for that. So all of my vacation this year, basically, was based around Cyberpunk. <laughs> Man, you're like... I'm trying to think of a good analogy. Mm-hmm. It's like someone's like, hey, you want to hang out? It's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be free whenever. And you just like plan to be free. And they're like, mm-hmm. hey, sorry, something came up. Uh, tonight's not good. And you're like, okay. And it's like, you literally took Tuesday off of work. It's like, it'd be like a whole yeah. field trip day. That sucks. Yeah. To keep doing that. And they, they should be ridiculed for it, I think, um, to a certain extent, because they did, you know, whoever was in charge of the Twitter account was straight up confirming with people. There was a guy, there was a a famous post that was like a guy that was like, Hey, November 19th for sure though. Cause I'm about to put in my PTO request. And then Twitter's like November 19th for sure. And then the day afterwards they pushed him back, (laughs) had to release a new message. Oh my God. Like it's obviously the Twitter person didn't know that, right? They're not going to be given secrets. Yeah, but it shows it was a late decision in every case. 
like September, November, December. Those are all like what that tells me is they thought they were way closer than they actually were. You know what I mean? It's really weird because like I work at a job and sometimes estimations are needed as far as like business plan. Hey, we mm-hmm. want to do this project. When can we have it done by? And people usually will put in their two cents of, oh, uh, I know this type of work has taken me this long before. We should probably account for some time for like testing, maybe some like, user acceptance, something else. Mm-hmm. And it sucks a lot to like, hi, I'm a developer. Hi, here's this product. Hey, it doesn't fucking work. Or we keep needing to like push stuff back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because my word is my bond, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And like, let's say I tell you one either unintentional mistruth or a falsehood unbeknownst to me. Maybe like, okay, that's, I mean, he might have just, something came up, whatever. That's, right. yeah, we'll, we'll forgive it. And then the second one happens, you're like, all right, it seems kind of, but the third one, you're like, I don't really trust this person so much. Exactly. And it keeps building yeah. from there. Mm-hmm. So like even before the game came out, it seems like they've dug themselves in such like a reputation hole, mm-hmm. which is like pretty far to fall from Witcher 3, which is up there with The Last of Us. So people are like, oh, we know this game. It was solid. Kicks yeah. ass in all these areas. A lot of people consider The Witcher 3 to be like the best open world game that's ever been made they haven't played um, mgs5 then have <laughs> right or the top contender now is probably breath of the wild breath of the wild's like really good for your open world game but um yeah uh coming off of the witcher 3 i think everyone had crazy high expectations of this and there was really no early indications that any part of this was rushed if a game takes eight years to be made like from the point that there's the initial teaser uh you don't feel like when it comes out the doors like that year, that last year that it's going to have a bunch of like basic issues and things like that. But that was the case. So clearly there were some misunderstandings about how far along this was. Um, and a lot of over optimism about uh, how, how close they were going to get there at the end. I, I don't want to label it as optimism or misunderstanding, because that mm-hmm. kind of removes blame from the people who made the decision to go live. Right. And like they had to like know like, oh, certain things are not tested that well. Uh, maybe we didn't test certain systems enough. Mm-hmm. Or even just like playing the game on not like the perfect setup to be optimized for Cyberpunk. Yeah. My computer is yeah. decent, but holy fucking shit. It doesn't take long to be like, oh, that's weird. Oh, that doesn't seem right. Yeah. And like you start to like notice these issues and then you get the Bethesda syndrome where you're just kind of like, I'll put it in the background. Oh, that's just cyberpunk being cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they clearly only tested this on like specific high end hardware and it doesn't really work on a range of systems. We haven't talked about like how abysmal the debacle is with PS4 version or like the Xbox version, but those are both real bad. Got taken off the PS4, uh, PS Store. Um, presumably, it might be added back in once there is a PS5 version, which they said they were going to make. But we may never have a digital release for PS4 um, again, depending on how well they can actually patch it up because it was really bad. People are having massive frame rate drops. Um, both Xbox and PlayStation, PlayStation offered refunds. 
I didn't have like that extent of issues because I have like pretty good like up to date hardware and PC, and that was apparently the only thing they tested it on. Really, um, that and maybe pre release PS five and whatever the new Xbox is. So, quick joke. Um, it'd be cool if they added it to the PlayStation Five, so you could have haptic feedback for when a bug was occurring. Right. <laughs> a, so, in your experience, did you run into a lot of issues? I think, yeah. I, I think, honestly, I have to say yes. I think the severity of issues depended on hard people's hardware a lot of the time. So, if you're on like slightly older older hardware, a lot of it was like debilitating. Um, but that's not to say I didn't run into game breaking issues. I did have to reload my game two or three times, I think, across like 70 hours of playtime just because a quest became unresolvable. It entered a state I couldn't fix it. Oh. And it was it was just bugged out. Um I had like a few hard crashes, maybe like two or three, and fair amount of graphical bugs and some uh, some engine bugs and things like that. Um really stuff that like it all seems like it should have been caught um and very much this game did not have a year of polish right like they weren't like here's it here's our finished product now let's go through the finished product and fix all these issues um this game never reached that stage it was pushed out well before then because you can tell people were making changes like right up to the end yeah it it fucking shows and does not feel good. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Um, for you, would you say it detracted as soon as like you started noticing issues? Or did you kind of have what I'm calling the Bethesda syndrome where you kind of just put it in this category of like, oh, it's gonna be buggy, but Yeah. I think I think a little bit of a little bit of both. Um, the game is like really pretty. And that makes Night City, Night City feel really lived in and awesome. And I got I was in that immersion for a bit, right? Like, turn off the other two monitors on the side, you know, dim the lights. Here we are, you know, budget VR experience, staring into the main monitor, and bugs bugs kill that like immediately, right? Like, um, especially game breaking bugs, things like that. Um, and that was a concession I had to make like pretty early, I think. But I don't think it ruins the experience overall. It just it put a cap on how immersive the game could be for me. Yeah. When you have to accept like vehicles might just spawn kind of stuck in the ground, um, or other random things can occur. Sometimes NPCs won't say their dialogue, or they'll talk over themselves with dialogue and things like that. Yeah, it's. I don't know what to say, but it's just a fucking shame. It is because yeah. like I can. I'm not going to make a list, but I can think of like any current gen game that like does not have these issues. Yeah. Or even things that are like lower budget took less time. Um, but obviously those other products went through a lot of attention to detail to make sure things didn't fucking break. Yeah. And it feels good for a seamless experience. Um, whereas it's like being on the phone. Why do I keep making dumb analogies? It's like being on the phone <laughs> with your mom but you're like next to a highway and like cars are driving by and they're like, Oh, that's kind of distracting from the mm-hmm. experience of talking to my mom. Yeah. Again, really bad analogy, but I get what you're saying though. It's, it's something that takes you out of it. And I feel like if, if we took like 
if we took like MGS5 or like Breath of the Wild or something like that. And in MGS5's case, you set it back like a year. And in Breath of the Wild's case, maybe you set it back like three years. It could have been in an unpolished state like this. But um, like if they were just were released, right? I have the, by that, I mean, I feel like if Cyberpunk had another year of like de- good, normal work week development, it would have been absolutely amazing. Um, and the fact that it didn't like taints the whole thing. Um, yeah, entirely agree. It's like you get one release, they screwed over specific consoles. They have all these bugs and it's gonna. It, it was rushed. That's the thing. It was a game that took this long to make and people would have been fine waiting a little bit longer, but somehow it ended up being rushed. And that's why I think it was like a high level mistake because clearly leadership at CD Projekt Red thought it was going to be done. Uh, again, I'm not, I just don't want to say like, they're like, Oh, we thought it was, we thought it was good. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone said it was good. I fucking doubt that. I'm sure like people who are at lower level who are actually coding things or testing things are like, Hey, Here's where things are at. Uh, I think probably at a higher level, though, there are like stakeholders who said like, oh, needs to be out by a certain date. And somebody made an executive decision to rush it out. Right. Uh, But I don't want to even propose that they were like under some misinformation of, oh, I didn't know it wasn't perfect. Yeah. If it it was the case that the leadership just didn't know how far away from a finished product they were, that's still a failure on their hands. Well, in yeah. either in either case, the failure the failure is entirely there. And but to go like back we, to what, sorry, go ahead. Say, to go back to what you said and repeat reiterate what I said, that it is a shame. Because you were talking about how like beautiful Night City is. Graphically, mm-hmm. even on my potato PC, it's fucking gorgeous. And it really yeah. is immersive. And they actually highlight when you're doing certain story missions, you might have to go in a car and just ride with somebody. They'll talk to you. You have some prompts, but it gives you a chance to like see the city and it's all done in engine. And it, mm-hmm. it's really fucking cool. You see people, you see cars, you see like the buildings of like a familiar city that you get to know. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of brings it to life. Yeah. So like aspects like that are really fucking cool and I appreciate mm-hmm. them. But now I have to go back to saying like, but, and then we're going to keep talking about these issues. Like it's so parts of the game are good. Mm -hmm. I think we both agree on that. Like Mm -hmm. visually, um, the writing and characters are fucking awesome. The story is good. It's I like the I like the mechanics. I like I like I think hacking's like basically the best it's been in a hacking type game. Um, they still hack, are... mean hack and slash with katana i agree <laughs> right um like uh, the uh, intelligence net, net deck like peeking around walls and like making enemies blind hacking the cybernetics and things like that if you assume that all people are basically augmented they all have cybernetics uh, you can build a whole hacking system around that and cyberpunk is is like that and it was really fun like a hacking based playthrough by the end of the game you're basically um one of our friends uh, a get, guest actually of the show ian who's come on in the past was talking about how for a mission he came down an elevator like uh and then saw like a camera hacked into the camera just 
went through the surveillance system, like wiped out all the enemies or whatever, took care of whatever he needed to do. And then uh, just exited the surveillance system, hit the elevator button and went back up. He never entered the (laughs) complex. Um, And that's like, that's a really awesome thing you can do in this game. And it's just, it's such a shame that it's like got these fundamental issues that hold that back. Um, Can we just edit in the Game of Thrones shame every time we say shame? I would, there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot, probably too many. Um, There's actually, there's a a subreddit. So the main cyberpunk subreddit was like full of this uh, negative sentiment, I think completely deserved as, you know, the first 20 minutes of this episode would indicate. Um, But there's one where it's like for the people who didn't want that, who just wanted to see the cool stuff in the game. It was a low sodium cyberpunk and they're just like clips and videos and pictures of like gorgeous details or somebody slowing time and engaging in really interesting combat with a katana or mantis blades. And it really shows like what the game could have been like. Um, It's just, you always come back to the main subreddit, right? You always come back to the little issues Mm -hmm. to take you out. It was nice to follow just because of I always appreciate good memes and I wanted to be a part of the zeitgeist experience of cyberpunk. So, I mean, it looked good from the trailer. (laughs) I'm like, oh, this would be a fun thing, fun experience. And it'd be a cultural experience because everyone's really hyped for it. (laughs) So I still liked I don't like bandwagon, like shitting on something. Um, Like if it sucks, I'll kind of say it sucks once and then leave it at that. Unless it's like a company doing something really shitty, then it gets banhammered. So this one must really suck. Because <laughs> we've definitely yeah, not um, just said it once. <laughs> it's like, but still, we want to, we're trying to like balance out like the praise of like the cool things with the negative mm-hmm. aspects because it's not blatantly good or blatantly bad. Yeah. It's a, it's a huge fucking mix. The stuff that I love about the game is like up here. These are features and aspects of his, a his hand is above his head. Yeah, like of a game that I think deserves a 10. The stuff that's best in this is, are things that I think would go into a game that was a 10. Unfortunately, the stuff that's the worst in this is stuff I expect from games that are like five or lower, like <laughs> unplayable trash, you know, <laughs> like um. And, you know, there's plenty of examples of that. I just, I don't know. I put a lot of time in the game. I don't regret playing it. My playthrough was like 70 hours. I bought all the cars. I maxed out my character's uh, level. I did almost every side quest that I could. Um, So you you fully binged the content. So you explored all options for like net deck, melee Mm -hmm. combat, um, run and gun. I I kind of didn't do run and gun or melee combat as much just because you do have to make some decisions on the way through. So it's like, what do you mean by decisions? So like the skill tree is spread out into main cyberpunk attributes that came from like the pen and paper game. Um, there's things like cool. Um, there's tech. There's I'm going to forget all of these. I shouldn't have been started <laughs> mentioning them. Um, it's reflex body intelligence cool tech and there's the sixth one yeah um but the level cap is uh 20 not 20 
50 is what I meant to say. <laughs> 20 would be really low. And you can max out like three of those things, probably. Oh, okay. I never actually got that far. Um, I started branching. First, I'm like, oh, guns. I have guns. I'll use guns. Mm-hmm. And then I saw some cool things in melee with blades. And then cold blood under cool. Mm-hmm. Where after you kill an enemy, you get a certain stack of cold blood. But then there's all these... If you have cold blood, you also have this. So yeah. it encourages you to like run and like burn through all these people and then get these mm-hmm. bonuses of like extra fast. Um, you get health back on kill. You yeah. get mana back on kill. Like you just it just so many cool options you can like explore into that mm-hmm. even though like I didn't go into tech deck stuff like you did, which is what I'm gonna call it from now on. Um mm-hmm. it still That's sounds cool. cool that like yeah. if I do another playthrough in a year or two from now, I might check it out. Yeah, I definitely like started Stealth Archer. And by that, I mean Stealth with a pistol and a silencer. Yeah. Because um, it was it was pretty good. And by the end of it, I was doing a lot less sneaking and a lot more the elevator experience of like, I found a camera. This part of the game is done. <laughs> like, because the surveillance systems are all hooked into the same network. So if you're or they don't have to be, um, but usually but for like the, a building, they they're are. subnets. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, for like more secure areas, they probably wouldn't link everything in, but there still would be like three or four cameras. Um, and then you can hack people through cameras. So you hack one camera switch to like look through the building, like mark them all so you can like see them through walls and stuff and then be like. And that person's going to become the vector for this virus that's going to destroy everybody. I don't know. It's really fun gameplay in that way. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't do much of the running gun, though. To answer your question. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. Um, I, I, I did a little bit, though. There's some guns that feel really good to shoot, like uh, shotgun stuff felt really good. Um, yeah, I don't think they had a weapon that felt bad to use. Mm-hmm. Everything felt like it had some weight and impact. Mm-hmm. Like I hate when any type of combat or violence in a game, if what you're hitting does not react to how you hit it, I fucking hate it. Yeah. Like I just played, I was telling you this, like 30 minutes of Mortal Shell. Mm-hmm. There's not that feedback and it feels yeah. off. It actively feels wrong. Yeah, so I'm glad that they did nail that. As far as yeah, like, melee with katanas was good too. There's um, there's a particular uh, character in the game that you get a flashback sequence as, and you get to use um, their signature weapon, and their signature weapon is like incredibly dangerous. Hand like cannon. it is a hand cannon, and I was like going for headshots and stuff like that. And it took me not that long to realize that its its caliber was such it would shoot through walls. So if people were behind cover, doesn't matter. You just shoot through the cover where they're at and they'll die. But like if you shoot them in the arm, they, that arm is gone. <laughs> like it dis it was a, it was a dead space weapon. It dismembered <laughs> uh, on impact with like just projectiles, and it just felt so good. Um, uh, it was it was great to have that, but then after the flashback sequence ended, I'm like, why does my gun suck? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's uh, 
the the game does have like a couple really cool guns and it has an iconic weapon system which is like their uniques i guess um and i'm <laughs> i love that you can upgrade the weapons repeatedly especially if you go into crafting then there's like a whole crafting system for making gear and clothes and ammo and whatnot um and you can compete repeatedly upgrade the weapon to the higher tier version of it mm-hmm. uh, to keep it relevant. I think that's really cool. So if you get like a unique quest reward and you're just like, this is awesome. You can invest resources to keep it relevant. And I think that's just chef's kiss. Like, um, cause it, nothing sucks worse than like old oblivion or Skyrim. If you got like a legendary Jadric artifact at level four, Mm-hmm. It was now trash as soon as you got to like level 10, right? Yeah, you find this like a current level sock with a rock in it. You're like, well, it does have better DPS. And then you have to give up mm-hmm. the cool, the cool shiny you worked so hard for. Yeah, the, the sword that speaks to you when it's like unsheathed or whatever. You're exactly. like, nope, not going to use that anymore. <laughs> Damage is too low. So the iconic weapon system was a solution to that. The problem was you couldn't recraft the base versions of iconic weapons. And the game and the strategy guide told you that you could. <laughs> and I think that's just because they were working on so many things to the end of the game, they literally never came back and fixed it. <laughs> so wait, you could... Can you do different upgrade paths where if you upgraded Katana A that was iconic mm-hmm. that you'd want to have the base version again? So the you would upgrade the rarity. So they use like standard sort of MMO like rarity where it's like white basic tier blue rare is like, yeah, or uncommon. Or, yeah. Like unco- or green is uncommon. Blue is rare. Purple's epic. And then like orange is legendary and you have to like level your crafting to continue to make stuff that good. Um, and it's almost always better to have like the next tier, but this system allowed you to recraft things. So there could be like a random number of sockets for certain pieces of gear. You might get random affixes. There's a lot of cyberpunk that's actually a looter shooter, which is kind of funny. Um, Like there's a fair amount of it is, you know, random attributes on weapons and things. I Um, like that though, because it, it always feels interesting to find something rather than like, I know I'm going to have a different experience from you or Ian playing based on like what I find and how I approach the game. Like yeah. when I watch Ian play, he went heavily into crafting and mm-hmm. he had guns that had like six slots and like weapon attachments. Whereas yeah. I had one, whatever my best DPS weapon was. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that your way is the more sane way. Having played through the game, unless they come back and they fix it. Crafting is such a pain to level up. Um, like actually ridiculous. I think it's the hardest thing to level in the game. And also their leveling is based off of if you want experience in a thing, do, do that, that thing. thing. So Which if you're I running like. around a lot, you get athletics. Yes. So yeah, it's like the Skyrim or anything else. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good system, but it can take time. Yes, it very much can. I found myself um, <laughs> actually uh, this is this is possibly the outcome of a system like this. Mm-hmm. I found out like I want stealth experience, which you get if you like choke out people from behind. If you sneak up to them and like choke them out, stealth experience, awesome. 
But I really want cold-blooded experiences, which is what you get if you kill multiple enemies in rapid succession. Um, and I think you also got some stealth experience for like hiding bodies. Um, you you did, yeah. I didn't ever do it outside the tutorial, but I've I've heard that is true. <laughs> I did it like somewhat obsessively. I like there's many filled garbage cans in my cyberpunk world, and it's entirely my fault. Um, but. It led to this efficient, I'm, I'm doing air quotes right now in real life <coughs> and coughing, efficient gameplay where I would hack everybody's optics so they couldn't see me, run up, choke like a group of three people out, take out my silence pistol, execute each of them. So the first one was stealth experience. The next one was the cold blooded experience. Then pick up the bodies and throw them in a dumpster. <laughs> I was like, all right, extra stealth experience. There you go. Gameplay. <laughs> I I can't I can't argue with that because in the same way I discovered that I could take a katana and run through civilians to a point because the police mm-hmm. will get mad. Oh, yeah, you mentioned the police. How'd you feel about the police in Cyberpunk? I thought NCPD. they were kind of just there in general as NPCs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um they didn't really do too much. They kind of just exist in world. But if you start causing a lot of issues, they start teleporting mm-hmm. behind you um, as they kind of just spawn them in. Yeah, that they just appear. It was, it's a lazy implementation. It's the most lazy implementation. It's we have to prevent people from just going on a rampage for some reason. Um, but I kind of just hate the way that police were implemented here. You can't hack them. They're immune to hacks. You literally just can't use any of your cyberware on them. Ooh. Um, there's no reason I think I can come up with why that's the case. Nobody else has that immunity. Um, if you like <laughs> uh, kill a person or like you hit an NPC or whatever, it'll spawn a police drone or a police officer on on your position, even if it makes no sense. Uh, there was a, a short clip of someone who was like on top of a tower. That's like this debris, like almost completely destroyed tower. Nothing else around them mm-hmm. made no sense for anyone else to like be up here. And they like, sh- like shot a civilian or something like that. And the police just spawned on the ledge right next to them. Just a stack of cops actually <laughs> all in the exact same spot is the stupidest thing. Um, um, that's yeah, that's dumb. It but just if you seems like a way to impede gameplay, because mm-hmm. obviously we're going back to talking about there's different approaches to play style. I went mm-hmm. more melee mass murdery, but if you are somebody who went more hacky, that's mm-hmm. your main line of defense is like, this is how I deal yeah. with the problem of enemies. I will hack them and disable them and deal damage through hacking. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly like, Hey, uh, how is your gun play? And you're like, well, that sucks. Mm-hmm. And it, it literally just kneecaps it for somebody who's going that play style. And the other thing is there's no, there's no fighting the police. Like actually there's no fighting the police. Cause if you kill police, it will get more stars. And if you fill up to like four stars or something like that, um, it'll say like anti-crime, you'll get a very brief pop-up the last thing you'll see which is like anti-crime prevention measures deployed um and then you'll die and the reason you'll die is because 
there's rocket turrets all throughout night city that are just hidden like deployed into buildings Mm -hmm. and things like that and if ever you become wanted enough they kill you you're just you die (laughs) and it's like a one-hit kill it'll blow up your car you'll die immediately um I fucking hate the one hit kills in that game. I didn't experience rockets, but for a lot of missions, I experienced landmines. Mm-hmm. And I somewhere along the way got a body enhancement for, hey, if you ever take lethal damage, we'll put you back at like 20% and we'll put that shit on cooldown. I'm like, oh, this is a good yeah, panic backup measure, right? And then I walked near a landmine and it's like, your game is over. I'm like, what about that thing that we just talked <laughs> about right. where you would revive me here? And they're like, not for landmines, though. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Glad that that's the one thing that instant... No matter how much health you put in, it doesn't mm-hmm. fucking matter. Yeah, I wasn't too much a fan of that. Most infamous bug related to incident deaths for me, I think, was um, if you're on like a slight incline, you get tons of acceleration instead of any amount of reasonable acceleration to the point where jumping off of a slope and just like taking fall damage on impact is way safer than trying to slide down anything because you'll go like 80 miles an hour to it and then just impact on the bottom and die yeah i i definitely left a mission like three times i'm like okay i'm not gonna die this time but Mm -hmm. due to weird movement and momentum calculations it didn't really appear to me that i was going super fast but it it must have thought i did because i would just went yeah dead yeah flatlined uh, you mentioned the uh, the cyberware though. You said you, you picked up some cyberware. My playthrough had I had like a couple related hacking pieces, things like that. But because my body stat was such trash, um, I couldn't install a lot of cyberware. A bunch of it was locked out for me. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about that system in the game? Was there anything that like stood out to you as like particularly useful or something cool? Um, I liked that it's an option. Because anytime I play games, I love passive abilities. Tell me you'll give me 10% to do a thing, I'll opt into it. And I'll be right. like, what if I had another thing that also gave me 10%? And my mind gets the ball go from the possibilities. Mm-hmm. So in that way, you can upgrade your like legs, arms, head, shoulders, knees, and toes uh, mm-hmm. to kind of accommodate whatever your build is. But it felt like the options they had were very limited. Mm-hmm. so like i okay. think something with body had like two slots I'm like oh i'll take more health and i'll deal more melee damage so mm-hmm. i had a percentage bonus to both of those but that's it yeah like there wasn't a cool shiny like i would have loved if there were like 10 options per slot i'm like oh i really have to think about how i want to yeah. optimize my build where it's like oh this is the best one let me just pick that yeah, and the the tabletop game like it was literally you know tons of options per slot, and they clearly just didn't have time to implement all of them. Yeah, for this, there are a couple like really cool standouts. There's um several options to like slow time. So I had one that was like, if I get de- detected while I'm in stealth, if someone like goes into the yellow state of they are beginning to detect me, I'll get hit with a time slow, and there's like a thirty second cooldown, and that sounds like a really basic thing. But it turned into a spidey. It's spidey sense is what it is. Because it's like, oh, someone behind me started to detect me. Time slow. Oh, okay. How do I react to this really quickly to mm-hmm. keep from actually like getting called out? Um, 
there's other there's like combat time slow as well and there's like a pretty infamous bug where um if you start combat time slow i think it's by aiming down sights um and you like dash while time is slowed which is like double tap button to to dodge um dash doesn't go on cooldown so if you mash it like really fast you just go like 200 miles an hour what <laughs> right out of it and you can bunny hop to maintain that speed oh, wow. and it looks great like it's like the kind of thing people would be disappointed if it was taken out of the game because they used it to like clear with the mantis blades to like engage in a situation by just jumping in at 200 miles an hour and impaling somebody i don't know it's great stuff yeah um, i didn't i didn't get those fun bugs i guess <laughs> yeah um i also want a tangent here just because you're 40 minutes in sure characters yeah i love pan am she's the best <laughs> did you have a favorite character if so who and why um hmm, that's tough there's a lot of really good characters in the game um pan am's really good i think i think like if i were to Oh man, I got to answer the question first before I go into detail. Uh, so I think it's probably Johnny, actually. I do think it's Johnny. My next question is, what genitals did you choose? <laughs> right. I just I was a guy with a penis, so masculine form. Wow, that's so fucking cis of you. I know, right? Anyway, literally cis. Yeah. <laughs> so um, why why Johnny? So. The reason I, I, and I, this answer actually applies to like a lot of NPCs. I think that the writing in the game is like, for the most part, really good. There's some uh, content out in the world that's kind of like copy pasted, but the characters, by copy paste, I mean in form, you're doing similar things a whole lot for Still like. A thing. Beat down these criminals. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah not kill, kill this guy, do this, whatever very formulaic but the characters especially like the side quest characters um and the main like friends and people you can interact with they follow like this golden rule of world building where they're like have these characters have motivations and then make those characters act based off of those motivations and that makes them so believable like it makes it so much better because other people have things going on and they might want you to help out because you're very useful to have, <laughs> but it doesn't feel like their worlds revolve around you specifically. And they have a lot of other concerns and things they're worried about. And that just makes them much better. Um, in the case of Johnny, it's like he is very much himself, right? Like, um, he has his own motivations. He doesn't particularly care if they're your motivations, right? Like, uh, yeah. And I, that makes it interesting. Stubborn in that way. Yeah. Um, I found myself like, like Keanu Reeves is great. I love Keanu Reeves. I didn't realize he was going to be like as big of a factor in this game as Nobody he was. Did. But it's like front to back. Like he's, you're going to see a lot of Johnny. Um, and I found myself being like, all right, yeah, we'll do things your way, Johnny. Like, just we'll see how this goes. This seems like it could be a more interesting exploration of this issue. Um, and he's got some depth to him. He doesn't like, 
he's not like a mercenary and that he like always just cares about money. He's not super selfish and that he always just cares about himself. He just cares about personal freedoms more than anything else, Mm -hmm. more than even rebellion or like punkiness or anything like that. And uh, I don't know. It makes him, it makes him interesting since he stays to his goals. Yeah. I, I can't disagree with that. I also asked you what your opinion was. So (laughs) yeah, well, you said it was my favorite character and that's, that's, uh, that's Johnny for sure. I think, um, it might be the most vanilla answer because he's the character that's, you know, with you for so long, but yeah. Um, what are you gonna say? <laughs> I, mean, I see the you whole, could have asked me like what mine was. Or oh, I thought, I thought your answer Pan was, Am. I thought your answer was Pan Am. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. What did you like? What did you like about the relationship with Pan Am or your interactions with Pan Am? I should say. Um, as they were portrayed in cyberpunk that's that's the best way to put it um i think for me uh one of the endearing qualities about her is she doesn't need you Mm -hmm. like she has all these plans like do these things by herself and they're usually like these over-the-top schemes just like that seems a little dangerous she's like yeah (laughs) no it'll work it'll be fine um Mm -hmm. But she always seems like have the capability. There's never a point like, oh, she can't handle herself. Yeah. Because a lot of females in video games get the representation of I'm the princess. I need to be rescued in some way. Mm -hmm. So it's nice that there were multiple characters, not just Pan Am, who were like, I just happen to be a lady. So Mm -hmm. but like everyone is out there trying to do their own shit, take care of their own people and thrive in night city or the outskirts but like her writing is just she's interesting because she has her own code of conduct for like what should be done but she's also kind of battling through like she doesn't want to go against her family who she's ultimately doing all of this for right she's like i truly think this is the best thing it's just i have this confrontation that i keep having to deal with right but she always feels conflicted. Also, early on, you can be like, hey, uh, you're kind of hot. And she's like, that's nah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't particularly care about that. I did, I did like that. I think that um, for a game that lets you like choose your genitals, as you were asking you know, earlier, very personal question, by the way. Show me your genitals. Your genitals. <laughs> genitals, yeah. <laughs> Um, genitalia <laughs> no the uh, uh, for a game that has that be part of character creation and then there's like lots of sexuality in advertisements um, there's not all that much of anything like that in the rest of the game no you can hire a joy toy mm-hmm. which I did just because yeah um, I should have also had sex with a guy but I had sex with a girl but to be fair I was a girl with a guy's voice. There you go. I went the doctor girlfriend route because I thought it was the most entertaining. And I would often forget that I was a girl because I had this, I had the guy V voice. Yeah. Um, so, so you pick like masculine and feminine form, who have, what masculine, feminine, feminine genitals, masculine, feminine voice. You can go full, full Carmanticore basically <laughs> in this game. Um, 
Yeah, but it it was nice that they let the characters be characters. And like there are romance mm-hmm. options uh, if you go down that route and make all the right decisions. But mm-hmm. it's not the hey, here's like your fuck piece on the side. Yes. They didn't have yeah. characters have sex for the sake of having sex, which I've said yeah. every fucking episode. Do not do that to your characters. <laughs> yeah. What's funny about this? Like, there's a lot of stuff that was screwed up here. Like, when we talk about relationships, side characters, things like that, I feel like you have to mention, like, Bioware, right? Like, they did that in all their games. Dragon Age, Mass Effect, all of that. Like, romancing was an option. Oh, you mean Bioware, like, the game company, not, like, Cyberware, yeah, yeah. like... Yes, yes, okay, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, and what's funny is I feel like in Cyberpunk, they actually have a more mature take. Because Bioware is always, like... Here's your straight romance option. Here's your gay romance option. Here's your bi romance option. Maybe we'll give you two straight options. And like, that's basically kind of the game. And you didn't have to explicitly have sex scenes with these people, but it felt like it was always kind of leading there. And uh, it's so de-emphasized for the majority of cyberpunk that it almost feels when sex scenes actually happen, it's like, why is this in the game? Like it would be more tonally consistent if this just wasn't here. Actually, I'm going to have to go back once I can actually run the game and maybe mm-hmm. see one of those sex scenes. Cause when I played through, it's kind of, again, a bit potatoy. Mm-hmm. Like the, some of the animations felt a little bit janky. Yeah. In the moment. Um, They're not worth watching. That's, 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 I mean, even regardless of what yeah. your intent would be trying to watch yeah, yeah. one of these, it's not <laughs> like you don't see like barely you barely see anything. It's like top female nudity, as I think, like the furthest this game goes outside of character creation, which is legal on beaches already. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, not, not to downplay boobs in any thing. But yeah, it's I, this isn't a point of like this just game, in the game. Yeah. It's it's it is actually misleading that they like let you pick genital stuff for your character at all. Are there's any customization? You really for don't it. see it outside of glitches. Yeah, the game's not about that. It's like, oh, are you showering? Okay, now you can see whatever's down there. If not, or or is, is there a glitch where <laughs> your stuff's just sticking out of your pants? <laughs> outside of those two situations, doesn't matter. Yeah. How did you feel about all the advertising and in-universe style? I think it was I think it was pretty well done. Um and they had some people like come in and like dedicated people like making a lot of these advertisements for different oh, nice. products and things like that. And like um I it really does emphasize like that the ninety percent of all this like sexual content is just advertisement, right? In the future. It's just and you know, when people are all beaten down and they're just, you know, basic needs oriented, we're just going to keep shoving this stuff, trying to sell them crap. Um, well, yeah, it's like, hey, you can afford X amount of stuff for like your normal daily life of here's my food and shit to get by. How mm-hmm. do I get my release from my shitty life? Is it alcohol? Exactly. Is it drugs? Is brain it dance. brain dances? Yeah. Like, or do I hire a joy toy? It's like. One of the two in Night City. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's only only two prostitutes in the whole fucking game. And there's four romance options. Two guys, two girls. Like 
in my head canon that's the reason that there's like so much violence in night city it's because there's literally no outlets <laughs> it's just like the two joy toys in the one location <laughs> and everybody else is just bent up <laughs> uh, uh like do you remember what is it assassin's creed 2 hmm. it's like Ezio, you need you need an outlet <laughs> Mama, I have outlets. Ezio, not vaginas. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's, Assassin's Creed Two. Still, still best Assassin's Creed probably. I, I agreed. It's the only one yeah. I played, but yeah, something I ran into a lot with the game. I enjoyed a lot of the side missions because they had cool content that helped like flesh out the world of like here's a futuristic scenario that's also possibly relatable to your standard. Um, current age day to day there were times that like quests would just kind of terminate and i didn't know what i did wrong right or i yeah. couldn't undo it it's just mm-hmm. like hey you fucked up a thing because the game was a little bit laggy and didn't tell you hey stop doing that and now it's done so you can either keep going on and not do the quest or go back to the last time the game saved before that and try again right and that felt shitty Yes. Like, I didn't finish the whole fucking Delamain quest because I was shooting a car. It didn't tell me how much damage it was taking, and then it fucking exploded. And it's like, our business is done, sir. Yeah. Now, it's... I I get what they were going for. There's a lot of quests in the game you can fail if you just don't do what you're told for the quest, or if you don't react quick enough. If it seems like there's a time limit or something like that, yeah. there may actually be a time limit. It doesn't do the classic RPG thing where everyone just like stands around and waits for you. But based off what I just said, it's like, oh, that sounds like a positive development in RPGs. Not all the time, because you really need it to be clear that this is like on a time limit, because otherwise, you know, like you're kind of interfering with whatever people want to do in the game. Yeah. Um, it sucks to it, have a restriction that you don't know about and then you get punished for it it's like yes. game on you you're like what did I do <laughs> like I didn't fail quests due to glitches and I still had two or three I think uh, that failed just because I, I didn't even get to them in time or I like walked away thinking that I had a moment and then it's just like incident failure I'm like oh okay probably should have given me a warning for that one <laughs> yeah it is nice though that a lot of the game does feel more real time. So if you Mm. are talking to somebody, you don't respond. They're going to be like, Hey, are you still there? Like Mm -hmm. you spaced out. What's going on? Or if you walk away, they're like, okay, I guess we're done here. And that, that allowed me to know that somebody was still had dialogue. I'm like, Oh, I have to go back to prison. Mm -hmm. It's not going to just play on the intercom as I walk away or talk about, I'm sorry. One last thing is, um, yeah. Also some of the missions, Maybe you'll interact with somebody like, oh, come back in a day. And then you mm-hmm. actually have to wait that game time to come back and do a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get nice. the feeling people are out doing stuff and they contact you when they need your help with something completely different, right? Like there's a lot of recurring characters there or some callbacks to things you did in the past. Yeah. Like I, I missed out an entire quest line, I think, because I just didn't really help somebody out in a certain situation. And so they're like, why would I contact him again? He wasn't particularly useful the first time. Yeah. I was going to mention to the, to the buggy side of the... Uh, um, people like are like, oh, guess you're walking away when you leave in the middle of a conversation or when they're saying something to you. 
did have a bug related to that where I had like a particular vendor. He could have been like a ripper doc or something like that. Um, and every time I went back to this guy, he's like, oh, okay, guess you're here to finish what I like. Now you're, now you're here to listen. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's been <laughs> like, it's been like four days since I was here. Oh my God. There, when stuff like that happens where it's like a repeat trigger, like a missed trigger, there were mm-hmm. so many times that I would leave combat. I'm not near anybody. The music's still like going full blast. I'm like trying to like buy sushi out at the store or um, maybe oh, there was yeah, like yeah. a weapon pickup. And I'm like, I moused over. I'm like, no, I don't want that. And I walk away and it's been 20 minutes and it's still like this gun. These are the stats of this gun. I'm like, no, yeah. I don't. I'm not even physically buy it anymore. You I get stuck. That that can be unfortunate because you there's certain actions you can't do in combat. I don't think you can save while you're in combat. Probably not. Um, stuff like that so anyways the game could have used another year in development <laughs> yeah here's, i always say that but here's the the tough part though with the highs and lows of the game what kind of score would you give it you could use a five point score 10 point score english word score it's hard for me to score things i don't know how much i'd actually dock mm-hmm but from an English description, kind mm-hmm. of going back to what I said near the beginning, I really did enjoy the writing. I enjoyed so many of the characters and side quests. The world itself is beautiful. The music's enjoyable enough. Nothing like really blew me out of the water. But it was such an all-around good time with a, like a lot of cool mechanics, so many great aspects of it. But it needs to go down at least three imaginary points on a scale out of imaginary 10 mm-hmm. um, at least because yeah. so many things have issues that should not be issues. It's like mm-hmm. if TI made a new calculator and they're like, well, multiplication sometimes has <laughs> issues. You're like what? <laughs> what, what are you talking mean? about? We've had calculators for <laughs> fucking years. Yes, it's like yeah. shit like that is unexcusable. Mm-hmm. And it really, again, it's a fucking shame. So many other aspects are good, but then, Sometimes game breaking issues like game crashes, UI issues yeah. that cause other issues. Like it's like a, a a perfect recipe, and they were like got to the last stage of preparing it, and then they're like, let's just dump in a quart of paint. <laughs> just put a quart of paint into this mix and see how it ends up. You won't always taste paint, but when you taste the paint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just there's some shit mixed in there. I do want to go back. And maybe do another playthrough as a different. I don't want to say class because the intro doesn't really matter that fucking much. Man with a woman's voice this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, important boys. Game um, <laughs> but yeah, I do want to go back once some things are more polished out and maybe mm-hmm. have a more higher NPC because the experience itself is good. And mm-hmm. I did enjoy it. I would like to at some point re experience it. Yeah. Yeah, after 70 hours, I can't I don't know if I can be like bad game, but I play bad games a lot <laughs> sometimes. That doesn't bro, mean it was much a week of you playing Fallout 76. I would message you on scene like, bro, you OK? Talk to me. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> I think I'd, I, I think that if you don't have high end hardware, it's probably a hard pass right now. Like give it a 60, which should be a hard pass for people. 
if you have like top of the end hardware, it could be like an 80, but probably like a 70 because of the paint. You shouldn't have to taste paint, and sometimes you taste paint. <laughs> yeah. That's unfortunate, though. Hopefully, uh, we can do a revisit uh, in like a year and they fixed all the issues and we do new playthroughs. And it's just like this game is the second coming of Cyberpunk 2077. But that's not uh, that's not something you count on when you're doing serious review, critical business like we do. (laughs) Yeah, they definitely bought it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If you did play it, I hope you enjoyed the parts that you were able to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's if you haven't picked it up, there's no harm in waiting. So many good games I've played after the fact, I've been like, wow, it was a good time. And I didn't need to play it the same time everyone else did. Save yeah. some money, and in this case, should be less issues. I think so. I would agree with weight on this one. Uh, unfortunately not game of the year this year we can figure that out later (laughs) tune in next week to hear what our game of the year was yeah hopefully is next week one of these weeks you can tell us what your game of the year was you can always send that in Uh, if it's a private thing you do so at soapstonepodcast at gmail.com or publicly tell the world what your game of the year was at facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast And as always, we'll see you in the next one. And as always, please check our OnlyFans in the year 2021 to get the best exclusive gaming content.